The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed too. The Sons of Liberty radio show where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side of the page is Bradley's show from yesterday. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you can check it out up until 3 o'clock Eastern this afternoon, at which time he'll be live in that area, and there will be two hours worth of Bradley Dean, so don't miss that. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got there. Um, <clears throat> look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. we got a lot of friends over there this morning. Good morning to you guys, and um, yeah. Join us over there, and then subscribe to the channel, Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble, and uh, be sure to subscribe. And then also, uh, our friends over at Before It's News have given us a spot there, top of the page. Uh, Michael Roach and his team have done that, and we appreciate that very much. Right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can uh, sign up for our email newsletter. That goes out once a day between 7 and 8 Eastern. All the articles we have for the day, including the Morning Show Archive. So as you can see, uh, you guys who are watching on the video platform, this is yesterday's Morning Show Archive. That we had Corey Hillis on talking about the dangers of 5G towers, satellites, and the effects of heavy metals on the body. And the solution that he provides, a, a real solution to that issue, by the way. Uh, I can testify to that. I, I actually use his products, and they do work. So uh, that's what the Morning Show Archive looks like. That has all the links, all the, you know... Everything that we do, the video and a podcast and everything, all in one little, nice little bundle so you don't have to go looking for everything, okay? All right, now, this is our health and wellness show, and before we start that off, you know, we were playing this song at the first <clears throat> from Cutlass, and uh, they derive the understanding from Psalm chapter 84, and you know, I at our church, uh, we have what we call a little Bible song book, that's what it's called. And all it is is the Psalms. It's a Psalter. And I love singing Psalms more than I do hymns. I just that's just me. I, I love that when we sing it, 
It's true doctrine. Why? Because it is related right to the scriptures, and it's it's wonderful. So I want to start the show off this way. This is Psalm 84. To the chief musician upon Giddeth, a psalm of the sons of Korah, how admirable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. <clears throat> My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found an house, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee, Selah. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them, who passing through the valley of Baca make it a well, the rain also filleth the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob, Selah. Behold, our God, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. <clears throat> For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusteth in thee. Amen and amen. And uh, again, we're, this is Health and Wellness Show. There's one more thing I want to do here before I bring Kate on. And uh, <clears throat> this is something I discovered on Rumble today. Now, what I normally do is I set up the show. I'll go in there and give a thumbs up from Sons of Liberty, and then I go on my private account and I give a thumbs up there, okay? And that's just to kind of get the ball rolling. I say good morning to everybody, and, you know, everything's going and all. And this is what I found today. Now, the top here is, and for people on the radio who can't see this, the bottom uh, screen here is from the SOL account. You'll see that, the Sons of Liberty Radio Live. This one is from mine my private Rumble account, and you'll notice both of them have zeros on the thumbs, okay? Watch this. So I'll go down here and I'll click this. We'll get a one. I'll click this and we'll get a two. Then I hit a refresh and I get a zero and I get a zero. All I'm doing is hitting the F5. You see what's going on? I don't see any difference in this than what YouTube was doing with people. Um, <clears throat> and curbing these numbers and playing with these numbers. I, I just, I don't see any difference in it. But that's what was going on this morning, and I'm sure it's been going on quite a bit on there too. So just be aware of that as to numbers that you see. I don't, I just don't buy any of them. I'm just going to tell you, I just don't buy any. Anyway, this is our Health and Wellness Show, and today we're going to be talking about hydrogen peroxide, which is an important subject to talk about, and here to do that with me is our own Kate Chimarani. Good morning. Oh, good morning. It's really warm here. Woo, and, somehow uh, I've lost nice. you there. Go Can ahead. you see me? I can't. I can see you, but uh, somehow we have lost you on here. Hang on. Okay, it's saying not available for whatever reason. Go ahead. I'll put you on. I'll get you on there. Yeah. So oh, this happened to me last week. My entire laptop crashed um, when I was on with Mark Steele. So it's really nice weather in the UK. I've been, I've been up since the silly o'clock, um, and uh, wow. I was painting. You can still hear me all right, can yes, you? Yes, you're okay. Go ahead. Yeah, we were we were painting, well, um, we, me, me and the dogs. I was painting the wooden house this morning um, that that I'd stored all the wood in. 
from where my tree was cut down a eucalyptus tree it had to come down so um it i was doing that with the dogs helping and so this so the last you know few days for me has been really busy i was in london up with the uh, the convent with the nuns and i was with dr carrie madey and we did um we did a live session that it was absolutely packed the convent was and the two of us did a, a talk and then we did questions and answers and then there was tea afterwards and then we stayed and had dinner with the nuns and that was really wonderful and charlie filmed it all he was there filming and mark Steele was even there at one point and another lady from america and then she gave me these things from corey she bought me one for my phone one for my laptop a big thing to put under my mattress on my yes, bed corey corey said she had bought a bunch of stuff yeah. to give away and then and then and just so people know Corey then reimbursed her because he found out she was giving them away. He reimbursed her even though she was only paying uh, herself. So, so cool. what great people, what great people out there. Yeah. So we, we had a really, it was a really good talk and she's coming, um, she's coming to my neck of the woods on Monday and I'm going to take her out and do a bit of English sightseeing, etc. <laughs> so, uh, it was really nice to see her. It was a really, really lovely, lovely talk. And what was, there was a Franciscan priest there. He was a young guy, uh, really wonderful and uh, he i asked him to sit at the front with us and he put had some great input and there was some other um uh priests there it was really really lovely and then today so i got back really late the train was cancelled i kind of got mauled on the train i'm not impressed by a guy that had had a lot to drink that had gone to watch the football and the train was full and nobody intervened and he was trying to it, 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 i just was being polite but he was trying to well, he was being a bit vulgar, but then he tried, to, he launched on me and tried to give me a kiss when he got off. I mean, how outrageous. Um, and, and nobody intervened. Nobody did anything. So um, I just turned away and kind of tried to get in the corner. So I wasn't really very impressed with everyone else sitting around. And there was a lady directly sitting opposite me. And when he got off the train, she didn't even look at me. So I thought, mm, not very good. But he'd had a lot to drink. And this is the problem. Too much alcohol. He was really, really drunk. Um, anyway, then uh, today... I'd been contacted by um, a pastor from America, but he's English and he first trained as a nurse in the UK. He's from Salisbury. And then he became uh, a pastor for pediatrics for children. Is that Salisbury in England or over in the States? In England, he was, okay. uh, oh no, he might have been the chaplain in America for pediatrics, okay. the chaplain. He got a big award. Gotcha. Wonderful, wonderful man. And he you know, my age-ish, I think he might be younger, actually. And he asked, um, you know, to have a, a chat. Anyway, our chat started really early this morning because the time changed because he's in Los, An Los Angeles. And um, he, we ended up chatting while I was being Cinderella, feeding the dogs, feeding the cats, cleaning the floor. I did all my, watered the plants. I did all of it while I was talking on the earphones. We ended up in a three-hour chat. And I tell you, I felt like my soul had been fed for the day after I chatted to him. It was so wonderful. And um, he, he's not gay. And we had a very frank discussion about everything that's going on. And it was really, really refreshing, really refreshing. And not in any way, um, you know, criticizing. He just was wonderful to talk to. So I felt like my soul had been fed and uh, I'm fed and watered. And then he did this lovely prayer at the end for me. It was just really nice. A great way to start the day. Amen. I would really, you know, advocate everybody gets um, a priest or a pastor and starts their day off like that. Or even 
you should start your day off. I was reading a, I was reading something that said, when we look at our mobile phones as soon as we wake up in the morning, which is what most people do, I'm not doing that, not anymore, you pick your phone up and you start scrolling through your social media and everything else and you get this, you know, to see who's contacted you and you you get this kind of dopamine hit and then that's you, that's your addict. That's you stuck then for the day where you're looking, when you pick, keep picking up your phone and looking at it again. Can I ask it, you a question about that? Because you just hit on something there. And I don't know why we're missing the the, the feed here with you, but uh, for whatever reason we are. I had to. Uh, I was kind of forced to, into this Windows 11 thing, or my computer wasn't going to work correctly. So I recently did that. I also got some neat little things. Maybe I'll show people in a little bit that I learned. But when you talk about that, is that is that kind of behavior? Is it very much like? Uh, you see the women, or it's mostly women that I see do it, or or maybe men. They're constantly taking the selfies of themselves. Uh, there's this thing about it's almost a, a self idolatry. Is that what you're talking about? You're getting this dopamine. Well, there, it, there's a lot of things there, but the, I was looking at addiction. Um, that was the first thing. Yeah, and why you you know people can't be separated from their phones. They find it very difficult. And you, you've got to go cold turkey or you've just got to wean yourself off it. And um, so I was very mindful. And it starts as soon as you pick your phone up in the morning because you get that dopamine hit. And then you're chasing that dopamine hit thereafter. Uh, the thing with with selfies, I, I just don't get that. Um, I don't get it because it, it, it's all a lie. And generally people put that stuff up. Look at my fantastic life. Uh, and and it's very sad then for people to see that where their lives might not look as this other life appears. So a lot of that isn't isn't real, and it is kind of it is kind of um it what do you what's the word I'm looking for? You know where you're you're just totally engrossed and indulged in yourself. It's vulgar. It's horrible. And um you know what we really need to see is photographs of everyone first thing in the morning when they just first wake up. There is something on social media. And it's on Instagram and it's called Nobody's Sausage. Nobody's Sausage. Whoever made that page um, is a very smart person because I, I tell you, they've, they've, I'm going to send you one, Tim, right now um, because they've got this off to a fine art. They're, they're kind of mocking uh, everything. And Paloma, uh, my daughter Paloma, I sent them to her. We roar with laughter. Do you remember? I think I sent you the one with the the pink person with the green hair, and it said, "As they say goodbye to their guests." Oh yes, yes. Comment. And then they, they <laughs> well, <laughs> which that one does particularly tickle me. This one is really, really interesting. It's very, very clever, and um, I'm going to send it to you. I just sent it to you on um, on Telegram. Did you get it? Yeah, I've got it. <clears throat> All right. If you just play that, Tim, because this oh kind of sums up. Play it. It sums up, and then I'm going to talk around it. I don't even Is know it... how to do Instagram because I don't do it. So I guess I click. You on just the press thing. press the link I've sent you, and then just I press did, play. but I okay. Uh, okay, I don't look at know. the caption above. Let me let me try this again. You have to look at the caption. Uh, me imagining uh, fake scenarios and hurting my own feelings. <laughs> and the little pink person, or not person, whatever this is. I guess this uh, is a sausage, isn't it? Uh, nobody yeah, sausage. That's a nobody sausage. 
Oh my goodness. Okay, everybody's going to be, I don't know why I'm hitting that button and all this stuff's disappearing. Anyway, everybody's going to have a have a good time with that. <laughs> okay, so but, but look, when you look at that, it's there's a classic example. People look at social media. They look at social media and they imagine everyone's having a fabulous life. Mm. Then they look at their, you know, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends pages have a and they cuz it's it's a great it's a great tool for stalking. Whether you're really stalking or whether you're just, you know, doing the snork, stalk around friends you've, you might have fallen out with, family members that you might have fallen out with, um, and, and ex-partners. And so you can go on there and then you see them doing something. You might see them just doing, they might be out just with friends. It might just be a picture of them out. It might be a picture of them doing, you know, an activity, what they do. I don't know, you know, shooting, playing football, whatever they do. And you automatically think, oh, that's great. They're getting on life without them and uh, without me. Uh, I like friends. Oh, they're they're having a good time and I'm not there. And family members. Oh, look look at how good their life is and my life. And and so you do all this fake scenario and you hurt yourself. So you then you're then looking for that dopamine hit. You're looking for something to give you a hit. It's a very very clever and a very sinister tool. And you have to be. It's. It's a great servant, but it's a very bad master. Yeah, well, it's it, it as far as I'm concerned, it's a, it's a level of idolatry. And then when you talk about looking at other people as though they have a better life and all this other kind of stuff, then that becomes very covetous. So all you know, as as Calvin said, our hearts are like little idol factories. So what we're doing is we, in the process of doing all that we do, we're we're actually in rebellion towards God in that, and, and that's evidence of it. I mean. This is the thing we're going to have a uh, we're going to have a, a great interview, Lord willing, on Monday. Uh, Ava Chen will be on. She'll be talking about the communist push into the West and things. And she talks so fast, I could hardly get a word in. She's so knowledgeable about things. But I talked to her about. Some oh, I need that, to get her on TNT as well. Then. Well, we yeah. I mean, I can give you her information. But but one of the things that she she they're pushing for was a a free uh, free state of China or something like that. I forget what it was called. Um, <clears throat> and they want to take down the CCP at the same time, they don't have a replacement for it. So I said, well, if you don't have a good foundation to put down and there's only one to put down, Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. And we build up from that, from the truth of who he is in his word. That's how Western society, what was called Christendom was built that now they, we've obviously fallen away from a lot of that, but that's what the foundations were. They were based upon the law of God, and then wicked men took it over. Why? I'll tell you why. Because Christian men wouldn't hold it. So we can point the finger at all the bad guys all we want, but if we're not dealing with the bad guys the way the Lord said to deal with the bad guys, then it's on us. And so I pointed her to that, and, you know, of course, she is, I, I think her, her background is Buddhism, um, but there's a lot of people who are like that. I think the gentleman who was, who was pushing it was Buddhist, but they have, they have a lot of Christians in their society as well. And the thing is, as I, I was telling her, I said, if you don't put the right foundation in, you're going to be right back in the same place. Why? Because you've created an idol out of whatever government you're putting up. You've created that instead of bowing the knee to King Jesus and then submitting to the others. I mean, it sounds great. Take down the CCP. I'm all for that. I'll support you in that. But you'll be just like you create a vacancy. That's right. You'll, you'll be just like Afghanistan when we went in there 
and we helped them write their new constitution. What did we use? Did we use the Bible? Did we use the foundations that we that we had in the beginning? No, we didn't do that. We used the Quran and Sharia. And what do you think you're going to get when you use the Quran and Sharia in that in that thing? Well, you've got the Taliban right. Well, Joe Biden got out and look, this all happened before that. This happened before Biden got in there. They had already written that constitution. So we we all of this plays out that we become idolaters if we're not bowing the knee, if we're not taking every thought captive unto Christ, we're going to be an idolater, whether it's on social media, whether it's in government or in, in our personal lives. We're going to, that's what we're going to do. Absolutely. And and that, that's it. You create a vacancy and that can that can go to everything in life. If you've got an addiction, if you've got a an addiction to to sugar or an addiction to tobacco or an addiction to alcohol most people do well when they give it up by replacing it with something and and that's what we know like when you get out into especially into nature when you get out and start walking or exercising that those endorphins they lift you out of depression well they certainly help to raise your mood um i i i, I had some help from um uh an exercise, I don't know what you call them, exercise expert, ex-professional, because my my knee was really hurting. Like a trainer? Yeah, but um, it's to do, it's to, it's to work on strengthen, strengthening, not just weight training, it's strengthening for my knees to, to make all the muscles tight around my knees. Because even though I walk lots, um, there's still some things I can't do when I'm doing weights. So I got right back into my weight training, right back into it. And boy, do I, uh, you know, across my chest, I'm starting to get really sore today. But anyway, I quite like that. But um, you know, it does it raises it raises your mood and there's that whole thing, isn't there? If you want to change, you know, if you want to change something, you've got to have a plan. You can't just go in there and go bit of Semtex. That's right. I'll, I'll yep. just blow it all up. Um, because unless you've got a plan for replacement, you then the next strongest thing's going to come in. And that's where you always see actually. Um communism is followed by um it, it, socialism normally follows doesn't it so you have democracy well, actually socialism comes socialism, first and then yeah. they push into communism then, yeah. yes democracy socialism communism democracy socialism communism so when you come up communism goes and your democracy comes socialism comes pretty much soon after and it just goes around and around and around and and most people are just sitting um well they just actually there was a really good meme today everything that's going on now is is just all to do with the, the bankers and money and the rest is just is just distraction that's all it is it's, and it's always the same it goes around anyway i wanted to you were talking about um psalms and i like i particularly like psalm 38 i've got it opened ready i was ready um oh lord rebuke me not in thy wrath, neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure for thine arrows stick fast in me and thy hand presseth me sore there is no soundness in my flesh because of thine anger neither is there any rest in my bones because of my sin and i, I kind of like i kind of like that that psalm because it's a song I, for me it's like a psalm of wanting to move forward to move forward not you know like like the people this is what we were talking about today with this guy from los angeles he deals with a lot of people that have gone and taken the covid shot and it's kind of pointless saying anything to them what you shouldn't have should have could have would have um they, they have for whatever reason for idolatry for fear for whatever the reasons are and um and it, it, it's all right I, i've noticed that a lot of companies now are making big money out of this selling lots and lots of things that some of the things like natokinase nanobromelene and 
acetylcholine has been shown to break because it breaks down clots anyway. So everybody who's of an age should be using it because if you we've all got a bit of fur in of our blood vessels by the time we get to this age and it's not cholesterol it's your sugar binding to protein the toxins make holes in your blood vessels then you get the low density lipoprotein plugging them up but um people are making money but no one's looking at um all the the natural things that we can be telling them and also praying asking for forgiveness and and that psalm 38 and sins are a heavy burden so turn them over turn them over and ask ask and it should be given turn them over and talk about it so just what's that that one thing that you just said you know sins are a heavy burden and and of course uh john bunyan put that in his pilgrim's progress with christian holding the burden but the difference is is this the 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 bible says everybody says oh it's so hard to do but the bible says the way of the sinner is hard not the way of the righteous and Jesus said, take my yoke upon me and learn from me, for I'm lowly. I, my burden is, is gentle. No, what does he say? My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So the way of the sinner is hard. The way of Christ is light and it's easy. Why? Because he's the one doing it in you, not you doing it yourself. And I, I know when you say that, it sounds like a, a when somebody says that, it sounds like a cop out, but it's really not because even mm-hmm. Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who lives, but it's Christ who lives in me. And Lori was making reference to Romans 12, where he talks about renewing our minds and then we're to be living sacrifices. Well, what is a sacrifice? Well, usually it's something that gets killed right it's something that dies well that's the whole idea jesus says take up your cross your instrument of death and follow me and so i think those things go right in line with each other but today yeah absolutely today we're going to be talking about hydrogen psalm 38 5 sorry it says my wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness Mm. that takes me beautifully into chlorine uh, sorry hydrogen peroxide (laughs) because it does clean it it does more so, than your body i found out by the way oh I, I put a thing on twitter and i just put about how long you know there were studies going back to 1914 and it had been used intravenously and it it it's it, uh, treated this this is this, this and then i put and then it was even used during COVID. and i put the study they got a warning put on it on twitter there were thousands of people looking at this post and saying she's telling people to in, put intravenous Hydrogen peroxide, nowhere in that post did it say that. It was quite hysterical. And nowhere did it say, have a go yourself. Uh, it did have a study. And then they said, the study doesn't tell you to do it, Ivy. No, the point was that they were using hydrogen peroxide. And then I just thought people have, they don't have the eyes to see. You could put in front of people a big red screen. But if you've told them 20 times before they look at it, that everybody says there's a black screen coming up, they'll tell you it's a black screen. They'll tell you it's a black screen. They don't have eyes to see. So, so a, a little, a little recap. So, hydrogen peroxide, like I said, that the, the um, clinical research goes back to 1914. Um, Dr. J. S. Haldone reported in 1919 that oxygen dissolved in the blood, and it would probably be a good way to combat infection. Um, hydrogen peroxide will put extra oxygen in your blood, and most most experts will tell you that because of hyperbaric oxygen chambers pushing oxygen oxygen into the blood by pressure um and, and hyperbaric oxygen chamber is, is quite a lot of money they're quite expensive i think dr patrick vickers who you had on the show he he's got like a, a mobile one it's like one that zips up you get it i could never get in it 
it's a bit too much like getting in a coffin for me that particular one um you get into it and they zip it up it's like a, a sausage and um I think that was, I think it cost him $20,000, maybe more actually. It's wow. probably more now because that was a few years ago. And I remember him having another one delivered. So hydrogen peroxide costs pennies, pennies. Um, so if you can get oxygen into the blood cheaply and safely, um, a lot of your diseases will show improvement. Now, Kate, uh, can I can I just make sure that we're clear here? I want people to understand Kate's given information. This isn't medical advice. Go see your doctor for that. But what kind of hydrogen peroxide are we talking about? Are we talking about that that stuff you get in the brown bottle, you know, at the local no, this CVS? Is food or grade. We're the talking food about grade, 3%, food grade. right? And just to say, yeah, we're not, this is just for entertainment purposes. If you're sick or you um, start to get sick, any of your condition or your symptoms worsen, or if you're on any medication whatsoever, please do go immediately and see your indoctrinated doctor. Um, this is just for entertainment purposes. Uh, I may as well wear a, a sombrero with bells on it. This is just entertainment. So you don't, no one's telling you to go and do it. If you go and do it, then that's your lookout because we're not telling you that. So for all you trolls that I know look on all these things, good luck. Anyway, so intravenous hydrogen peroxide has been shown to rapidly relieve allergies, influenza symptoms, acute viral infections. Um, and it's thought to be the, the oxygenate oxidation of the various foreign substances in the blood tumor cells bacteria and other unwanted foreign elements in the blood can usually be destroyed by hydrogen peroxide treatment and peroxide has a definite destructive effect on tumors um, they use it at all the clinics down in mexico cancer and uh, patrick was using it he had it's like a hot tub he's got outside and also, I know that Todd Buttram, who went to the Gerson Institute, he and I do it now, 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide. He would spray his entire body when he comes out of the shower. That's exactly what I do. Actually, I've just given the dogs uh, 3%, one part 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide to 2% water. Sorry, two parts water. 3% one part, two parts water. And I poured it all over the area where their fleas collect. And uh, it fizzed me. And then I rubbed coconut oil with um, oreg oregano oil, one drop in it, into Nellie's fur. So she's looking a bit greasy because I don't want to treat them with the the toxic flu uh, flea stuff. Um, so it's just, I got that out of the book. I'll tell you in a minute. So it, it's quite interesting. So the, what they're taught in medical school in subtle ways, I love this bit. You can't, they're told you can't trust any findings that don't have the blessings of the temples of learning and bastions of the status quo. So it's called scientific uh, scotomata. Scotomata are blind spots in the visual field. So, so what they do is the scotomata of the intellect seen in many scientists, especially medical scientists, is not a physical but an intellectual afflic affliction. It doesn't matter if you show them it. They won't see it. They'll only see what they've been taught, what they're told that they can look at. Um, so Dr. Gott um, wrote about this and he wrote about it. One of his recent books was on hydrogen peroxide. And Dr. Gott has apparently from the content of his remarks had no experience. He he started slagging off hydrogen peroxide. So his comments got into everything and he, he didn't really go into he, he didn't use it. He had no expertise. He was just slagging it off. And I would advocate that everybody learns about it. It's it's really quite remarkable because I was just going to say there were some doctors in India and a lot of, the, here we are, um, 
it was the it was the army and they were all getting sick in india with a like a bacterial infection in the lungs and these two doctors titrated it right down and they used the hydrogen peroxide intravenously and of those that were dying they saved half of them they just thought they'd go for it and it's quite interesting no one really talks no one talks about that or talks about what they did and how they saved people so i find it i find it fascinating but anyway let me it, it has there are studies on it and there are you can you can read the work of william campbell douglas and when everyone says they they oh they they're discredited doctors well dr mulhotra the cardiologist from the uk who was standing next to Matt Hancock, telling everyone to go and get this unlicensed, untested, uninsured experimental bioengineering shot. Then he alleges that his father died after the shot. And now he's come out very publicly, he's done a tour in America, a tour in Australia, telling everyone not to have the shot. And how he and talking about the cardiac problems that are coming. Now he's been pulled up in front of the General Medical Council, just like Dr. Adil did, um, for spreading conspiracy theories. Even though the patents are there showing that it's it's bioengineering and the the lipids in it aren't lipids they're inorganic they're not organic they're they're um nanotechnology that can be preloaded and then can be loaded from outside source it's all there everything's there the patents but they're now coming after dr mohotra but what's interesting for me is all of these other doctors that would once be you know hanging on his every word wanting him to 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 recognize them because he was this top cardiologist now they're all jumping on the bandwagon uh, and having this um scot scotometer was it that i called it where they're just blind they're just all jumping on it it's absolutely terrible and they need to remember that when they finish with him they'll be coming for them next um but anyway um going through through what what it's used for and what you can use it for um I think it, it's good to just understand the little basics to it because um, there's all different kinds. There's all different grades and strengths. You've got pharmaceutical grade, and that's the kind that you'll find readily available over the counter in drugstores and supermarkets. Although I think it's it's a bit harder to get here and it'll be three to three point five percent. You shouldn't use it internally and it contains stabilizers that can be very, very toxic when you ingest it. 35% food grade is safe for ingestion, but we're not telling anyone to do it. Manufacturers usually use this for producing commercially available food, such as eggs, cheese and products and contain whey. And they also use this to spray the foil lining of milk and fruit juice packaging. So they're using it to spray the inside of things. 35% technical grade, highly concentrated, and it's not meant um, for you to eat. It's, it's usually used in like your hot tub because it's a sterilizing agent. 30% reagent grade contains stabilizers, not safe for ingestion. Um, and it's the most common type that's used for scientific experiments. Then you've got 30 to 32% electronic grade, and it's suitable to clean electronic gadgets. And then 6% is what they use in the beautician cosmetic grade, commonly used as a hair bleaching agent. And it's using beauty parlors, and it'll lift your mousy blonde hair to this fabulous blonde. <laughs> uh yeah, i'm not lying about it but anyway um when you, you dilute it down so so if you were buying 35 percent food grade which i don't really think you can get that here i've got six percent i've got 12 percent food grade so you have to dilute it down and you can only use distilled water for the dilution 
because you don't want anything else in there. Distilled water that's free from impurities and other substances that may react with the hydrogen peroxide. So it's like going, oh, well, I bought spring water at the supermarket. Yeah, but the bottle, the plastic, it wasn't chilled when it was transported. So it's often got some of the plastics leached into it. So this is why it's really important, just distilled. And you should wear gloves and goggles. But like I say, I've only got 12%. So to make 3%, if you had 35%, do your maths, it would be one part distilled sorry, one part peroxide to 11 parts water. So for me, I've got a bottle and it's, let's say I've got a litre, then I would put 200 and if I, uh, one particular thing I want to make, because I, one of the things I do for spraying, if it's 12% and I just want it to be plain 3% with nothing else in it, then what I do is I put 250 mils of the 3% food grade in the bottle, then I put 750 mils of distilled water so that's my litre and it, it's diluted right down because that's 12% so I've got it now down to 3% by diluting it does that make sense yeah there is a I was gonna I was sending I dropped a link in the uh, in the chat here and this is this is what I had gotten and just so people understand this is a I think this is like a it's like a two liter deal and because it doesn't have the stabilizers in it, you need to freeze it till you're going to use it. You can sit it out for an hour, you know, outside or whatever. It'll it'll thaw enough where you can get some like in a little, uh, like a little nebulizer like I have here. You can add that. You can put a little water in with it to dilute it a little more. And then I think I added like a pinch of Himalayan salt in there. And you can nebul nebulize the stuff. But if you get this other, this 3%, like I'm, I'm showing here, and I dropped the link in in the video. Uh, you you do need to put it in the freezer because it'll it'll go bad if you leave it out. That's my understanding. And also, it, it degrades. Yeah, it loses degrades. its potency yeah. very slowly, very very slowly. Yeah. But it does. So one of the most notable benefits of hydrogen peroxide is that it can save you from spending lots of your hard-earned money for costly treatments. How true is that? So hydrogen peroxide works as a safe alternative to drug-based antibiotics. In fact, it's one of the best natural remedies. Um, when I had the little dog, the chihuahua, she's coming to stay again, Lolly, um, she bit me. Oh, did she bite me? She, I had to steri-strip it all. And if anyone had have arrived at the emergency room with that, uh, I'm not telling anyone else, you should always go see a doctor, it's an injury. Um, I steri-stripped it. I sprayed it with hydrogen peroxide, 3%, and then I steri-stripped it all. Then I put a dressing on it. And, you know, that just healed up beautifully. But that's just what I did. I'm not telling you to do it. Um, so three things that you should consider if you're using hydrogen peroxide as a natural antibiotic because it's generally safe and it allows you to avoid the side effects of common use drugs, antibiotics, because don't forget if you're taking antibiotics, it's going to disrupt all the flora in your gut. So you do need to take probiotics afterwards. Um, the two main compounds of hydrogen peroxide are water and oxygen, none of the synthetic chemicals commonly in pharmaceutical drugs. Uh, you can easily buy it online and in drugstores, and it's the most versatile natural remedies that there is, and it's not limited to just treating infections. Um, so this is how it works as an antibiotic. Once the colorless liquid comes into contact with the body or the skin, it releases its oxygen and destroys the bacteria. That's how it works. Clinical studies have also shown that hydrogen peroxide can stop and inhibit viruses, parasites and fungi. It also demonstrates its ability to rescind certain tumours and ad when administered intravenously. Well, we're just talking today about what you can do. 
but we're not telling you to do it. When hydrogen peroxide breaks into the elements, water and oxygen, the extra oxygen present in the formula creates an environment in the body that is hostile to pathogens. So it's the pathogens that make you, you unwell. Thus, it denies and drives away these pathogens while restoring the body's good health condition and wellness. So like I say, I spray my body. I don't have any amalgam fillings. And everyone always says, well, I've got nice white teeth because it, I, I used to use the peroxide gel. I don't need to anymore because what I do, I clean my toothbrush with chlorine dioxide, but also I spray hydrogen peroxide on it at night when I've brushed my teeth and I give it a dip of chlorine dioxide in the morning. So once I've brushed my teeth and I don't run it under the tap, but I put my toothpaste on, you're actually better with uh, powder, not paste. It was Kerry Rivera who taught me that. So what you do, is, what I do, sorry, is I brush my teeth with non-fluoride toothpaste and then I use five mils, 3%. So it's, I just spray it in my mouth. I know roughly how much. And then I just gurgle it all around my mouth, you know, like a mouth rinse. And I hold, hold it in my mouth for a few minutes and I spit it out. And well, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, where I've been painting those old big yellow cards, vaccine placards we held up at Brighton. I've been using, putting under the paint. It's just it's just blown over and frightened the dogs to, to bits. Um, so, so painting them in bikini that's what i was doing folks painting in a bikini thank goodness there are fences all the way around nobody really needs to see this <laughs> so um anyway so when i use it i i i swill my mouth out with it afterwards and my teeth have stayed nice and white first of all my gums got a bit tender they don't anymore and and it's going to kill any bacteria that shouldn't be there and I, I even I spoke to a, a naturopathic dentist. I don't know what you, if that's the right term, but she was saying about you know people flossing and, and that you shouldn't. And I am always flossing, so I've I've limited my flossing to just a couple of times a week. Anyway, but that's just what I do. Um, it can stop and prevent the formation of plaque. Here you go, on your gums and teeth, thus enabling you to avoid gum disease and gingivitis, uh, periodontitis, abscesses and lesions, as well as tooth decay. It prevents pathogens to invade your mouth, causing gum and teeth infections. And remember, if you've got root canals, um, you can end up with bacteria in there that can cause heart disease, can destroy your heart muscle. So root canals are terrible things, and I wouldn't advocate anyone have them. If you've got them, mm. go find yourself a good natural dentist because they'll tell you exactly the same. Look on the Price Pottinger Foundation, Western Price Foundation, sorry, um, and, and there's lots on that. Kate, one um, of the one of the things you're talking about there, and I, I know the the hydrogen peroxide and baking soda used to be a combination that used to be used. I know my mom and dad yeah, used to have me do that well. when I was a kid. But but if you've got those fillings in your mouth. Yeah, you um, can't use if you've got a melting. You can't fillings, use that, but but you can use chlorine dioxide in there, and I want people to understand that you can actually take chlorine dioxide, and you can use that to brush your teeth, and oh, it'll leave them feeling nice and clean. And then if you have chickens, and you want to make your own toothpaste, you can do that also with some coconut oil. Take your eggshells, dry them out. Uh, grind them up into a powder and add a little baking powder. I want to say is what it is. Baking powder, baking soda, I forget which one I did, and some coconut oil to it. And you've got a nice little thing to kind of polish those those pearly whites out a little more. Yeah, so um, there's there's a lot of, the, although they admit that food grade consumption is safe, they, they won't say that it's safe to swallow. So we're not telling anyone to do that. Um, 
it's a multiple remedy. Hydrogen peroxide can treat multiple health conditions that normally require costly medication. So, um, like you said, the list of health conditions that is treated, uh, um, emphysema, um, arrhythmia, influenza, liver cirrhosis from bacterial infections, because it's going to kill the pathogens, candida parasitic infections, that's yeast infections, Parkinson's disease, type 2 diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, food allergies, fungal and yeast infections, bacterial infections, herpes simplex, herpes zoster, cerebral vascular disease, cardiovascular disease, periodontal disease, and upper respiratory infections. My entire life, I suffered from cold sores. Um, every winter, every year, I'd get several until three and a half years ago, I had a couple. Then I, I did DMSO um, and magnesium oil all around my mucous membranes. And then I started using the hydrogen peroxide on my face. I don't get them anymore. Not on my face at all. I had one in my ear. But the last time I felt like it was coming on a sprayed hydrogen peroxide in my ear, 3%, just one squirt. So it was like one drop. And it went, that was the end of that. So it's quite interesting. Um, as you've just said, teeth with teeth whitenings you can use, but you you can't if you've got silver or amalgam fillings. You've got to avoid reaction. Toothpaste when mixed with baking soda, Tim, just like you said, hydrogen peroxide can yep. work as your natural toothpaste. And health experts find this solution as a healthier option than commercial toothpastes. So it's well, absolutely, they're putting fluoride in that stuff, which is really bad for you anyway. Yep, uh, and ladies, well, men now as well. Although I don't think, I think real men would be like, get off, I'm not having that stuff on my face. And men shave as well, so they've always got really good skin. Um, facial toner, so you replace your toner um, with with 3% hydrogen peroxide and it will it will give your skin much clearer complexion and it will get rid of any ac acne or bacterial infection and it will prevent excessive oil on your face. So I, I do it like in the morning, I massage it all into my face. Um Anti-dandruff rinse, you can mix it with apple cider vinegar and distilled water and it works to get rid of, and it controls dandruff. So other major cause of dandruff is an overgrowth of yeast in your gut. So that's where, um, you know, you need to get your diet in check, stop eating sugar. Um, uh, you can take some probiotics and, and that's generally what's caused your bacterial overgrowth of yeast. It's horrible when you get that. Um, so always treat that. Nasal congestion is fantastic. 3% hydrogen peroxide. Because um, when you've got nasal congestion, it can be painful as well. And um, tissue paper, pillow and a cotton swab. Open the bottle of hydrogen peroxide, pour some into the cap, soak up your cotton swab, tilt your head as you lay on the pillow and slowly insert the swab into the opening of your, sorry, into your ear. And just squeeze the end of the little swab to release the hydrogen peroxide. One or two droplets, no more than two. That's all you need. You can do that with a little tiny dropper, um, but, but don't put more than one drop in in cake because you can't see what you're doing. And you might need to re-soak the swab if you're using a swab. And you stay in that position for five minutes so that it runs in. Just one drop and you'll hear it fizzing and bubbling. Uh, and that'll be, that. that's, it's releasing its elements. That's what it's doing, the water and the oxygen. And that'll destroy any pathogen that's in your ear causing your nasal congestion and after five minutes move your head back and forth like that uh, and it and use a tissue paper and wipe any excess fluid that might have trickled down and you repeat those steps three to five times um and, and for both ear and the procedure best is best for young adults to adults 
Um, avoid applying it to kids as they may react differently to the bobbling sound. They might get really distressed. So I wouldn't do it on children. Um, nail fungus. You see a lot of people with toenail fungus now because they wear sweaty trainers on their feet made of plastic and rubber. And that's what they're wearing. And so, and they're not wearing the breathable type. So they'll get fungus underneath the toenails and then the toenail will then lift off the toe, which is then, then you've got a nail bed that's unprotected. So you wash the infected nail with a mild soap. I, I usually buy Dr. Bronner's, but I was really disappointed when I heard that he insisted all of his staff get vaccinated or get the COVID bioengineering shot. So that kind of put me off buying his, his soap now. Sorry, Dr. Bronner. Wash the infected nail with the mild soap, rinse it off. And or I use a big spray bottle. You spray all over uh, the toenail and sort of spray on, you know, just where the nail is. Don't lift the nail, but sort of spray at the end and keep your toe up and it will go in. You can also put a cotton swab, um, spray it onto a cotton wool pad, like one of these makeup pads. Put it put it over your toe and just lie there and, and let it soak into the nail because the nail is porous. Um, yeah, I've used, then, that, I've used that clear iodine on, on mine as mm. well. So, yeah, so you do it two to three times a day until the fungus disappears it does work it does work i've told so many people to do it multiple nail then what you can do if it's affected multiple you, you put your feet in a bath one part water to one part three percent and you just sit with your feet in it um for, if it's really severe you can add the apple cider vinegar as well one part water one part three percent hydrogen peroxide one part apple cider vinegar so one 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 water apple cider and um, hydrogen peroxide and sit with your feet in it sit and read a book with your feet in it for 20 to 30 minutes and that's what's what your breath going to smell like after your feet's been in that <laughs> probably that's like when you wipe an onion on the base of your feet. yeah that's it. what i was yeah. thinking of what you talked about with that yeah because I, I i had this lady contact me with her little boy and he's got this cough i think i've told you and, and his cough wouldn't go on i got her doing the onion medicine and the garlic on the soles of the feet and she says his cough's gone completely but his breath and she says, he just reeks of garlic and onions. She says, that's amazing. I even got her to put a gauze swab of the garlic and, and put it um, on, around the rim of his pyjamas when he went to sleep, which was amazing. And it got rid of all of it. Um, so you repeat that two to three times daily until the infection is completely gone. And you do it every night instead, if you don't want to do it in the day, for six weeks. Healing dry skin, quite interesting because you'd think that it would fizz up and dry out, but it doesn't. You put half a pint of hydrogen peroxide into your bath, half a pint of the 3% into your bath, and you just mix it with all the water. So you can work out how much bath water you need, folks. You don't need to, well, how much water this one, your regular bath water. Um, actually, I don't have a bath. I just don't do it. Um, unless it would be this detox bath, I'd be worried about everything else that's in it. If you've got a lot of chlorine in your area, provided you keep your bathroom door shut, you don't have pets and children that could go in, you can run the bath hot. But remember, you've done it open the window wide because the chlorine will evaporate. It will evaporate. But you've got to remember that. Otherwise, you'll be stupid and get in a hot bath. Somebody will do it. We're not telling you to do it. In fact, don't do it. <laughs> but that's that works just as well. But you soak and relax in the bathtub for 15 to 20 minutes with that. And you, you'll find you can use a loofer afterwards and you can loof your whole body to get that top stratum corneum, which is the top layer of the epidermis, which is all the dead cells, stratum corneum. All these expensive creams on the market 
they're all they're doing is plastering down that that dead layer the stratum corneum because your skin renews itself from the inside out so you want to shed those those dead cells and this is a great way to do it and um for you can also add epsom salts and a little bit of essential oil like lavender if you wanted then you dry yourself thoroughly and you do this for seven consecutive days and then after that you just do it once a month which is absolutely wonderful so i've gone over this let me just go a head lice treatment i liked this i was once suturing somebody's um hand up in in a and e so so they were lying on a, a on a trolley next to me and i was sitting and I had a, a, a steel stainless steel trolley with my dressings pack opened, all opened up on it. And I was looking down and she had her hand like this and I was suturing her hand. She's got a couple of wounds on her hand and she was leaning over looking at the wound and a head lice dropped. Oh, no. The, and then another one dropped. You used hydrogen and, peroxide on head, those guys, huh? And her head's there and her head's slightly above mine. And I think another one dropped. Definitely there was, there was a little party going on. And I sat back <laughs> and I said, well, one of us has got head lice. And I said, because they're, the, they're on the thing. And she said, oh, yeah, it's me. And I was like, well, thanks for letting me know. You've been leaning yeah, over no. my head. <laughs> so I had to, I know, oh. So I had to go home. And of course, I had long hair then. Um, and I had it in a ponytail. And oh. So I had to go home. And that was in the days when I believed that, you know, farmer was king because I was stupid and I, you know, used this horrible, toxic head lice treatment, which was terrible. And then conditioner, then this cream, uh, sorry, this comb, that I comb all my hair through, which took hours. And then I did that with my children as well. And then after that, I just used to put, instead of using that, I got fed up because my, one of my daughters was, they, once they all get it at school, one of my daughters, well, all I did was I used to just put the, um, get the conditioner leave it on their hair and then comb their hair through and they used to love it because they used to go to sleep while i was doing it anyway because the they don't like clean hair head lice they like dirty hair so here's a good head lice remover mix one part of three percent with two parts distilled water pour the entire mixture onto your scalp and start massaging your scalp everywhere okay. and you'll find lice like to be at the base of the neck behind the ears where it's really nice and warm and if you wear your hair up like this or pigtails they're going to be where your ponytail is mm. right where that band is because i remember once taking my daughter's hair out of the ponytail and i saw them all run for cover they'd all been <laughs> sitting nicely where that nest was kate hang, hang hold on we, we were going to have to close out the show here uh guys you can catch kate on tnt in the morning what time is that it's at 12 midday and we've got something really interesting for you we're okay. talking about the whole history of what a hospital is Okay. All right. And you also are on Unity News Networks on Wednesday. Unity News Network on a Wednesday night, 8 p.m. now, new time, much better slot. And that's in Eastern time or is that you? 8 p.m. Uh, British summer time. Okay. Then straight after that at nine o'clock, myself and P uh, Pastor, Pastor Casper do spiritual encounters. Okay. You have to pay to get on that. Okay. Patreon. You get All lots right. of advice. And okay. I'm on Awake the Nation. 1 p.m. on Sunday, uh, on Thursdays. Okay, all right, we're going to continue with Kate, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and Bradley be with you at 3. Okay, want to welcome everybody coming over from uh, the radio, and uh, because now, I, you know, I, I'm trying not to say just Red State, because be, uh, the guys at Missouri Liberty Radio are carrying us now, so we appreciate Sam uh, doing that and carrying us out there over in Missouri. But, uh, you know, I was making mention, Kate, that Bethany was saying that they have a big garden tub. She said she's been in it like twice in, I don't know, 20 years or whatever. And we're the same way. Uh, now, my wife would use it a lot more than I would until the kid 
one of the kids dropped a ball in the toilet and I took it off and sat it in the tub uh, to fix what was going on there. And it fell over and it put a little gash in the side of the tub. But I was I was joking with them uh, there that I I rarely have been in that tub myself. But when I am, I'm one of those Calgon take me away kind of guys. Light some candles, let me go to sleep in that thing, and I am good to go. So, yeah, if you want to make those baths, we've had to do oatmeal baths uh, for for kids with eczema and stuff like this uh, yeah. and some other things as well. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been there, done that, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. But go ahead. You were talking about the stuff with the lice. Yeah, so, so oh, I forgot. Awake the Nation's actually 6 p.m. British summertime. There's so many I can't keep up. But anyway, um, so... They're a cool bunch as well. I met a wonderful pediatric American doctor who's been uh, had his license revoked. And so we're going to be doing some business contact. He's a really nice, cool guy. He said I was the only nurse, but I do know of another few nurses, that t- said that uh, low-density lipoprotein is, is not the bad guy because your brain needs it. It transports fat to the brain. And um, the whole lie that it's bad cholesterol is to sell your drugs. And he said, I was the only nurse who'd ever said that to him. But I mean, I do know a few nurses that said it. Uh, So look, um, you pour the mixture onto the scalp and massage it into the scalp with your fingers without rinsing the mixture, cover your head with a clean towel and let the mixture stay on your hair for one hour. And then you shampoo it out, preferably, um, uh, you know, choose, choose a shampoo that's got a little bit of coconut oil in it. And then you rinse thoroughly. That's what you do and it gets rid of it so candida albicans um yeast infections and ladies will get these as well vaginal yeast infections you create your own um remedy it's three percent hydrogen peroxide two percent distilled water and you apply the solution to the affected area or you use it as a, a rinse not a douche not a douche um you can prevent body odor um, without risking discoloration. Can I, can I ask the question without being too intimate here? Why would you not use it internally like that? Well, that environment is acidic and it's mucous it. membranes. You okay. don't want to burn. Okay. Gotcha. And, um, you know, women do, uh, what is this that women do all this kind of stuff? And douche, I know of one lady that actually got cancer. She was obsessed with douching, douching constantly. And you affect the very delicate microbiome there. It's meant to be acidic. Only when you're ovulating does that acidity drop. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. You know, all these whole, there's a whole shelf dedicated to douching, uh, vaginal douching in these stores with all kinds of nice, fragrant, goodness knows what in there. If you're eating a clean diet and you're, you know, you're um, living the way you should be, dare i say it on here the the your your smell changes when you're ovulating and it's very potent for a reason not potent in a bad way um it's there to get your husband thinking yeah that's ready i'm i'm good to go so, <laughs> yeah that's actually I get, true. no i get it i get it i was just it's curious true. as to why uh there was it wasn't to be used internally that way so mm. you answered the question so preventing body odor you can prevent body odor simply by substituting your deodorant with hydrogen peroxide solution and actually if you eat a lot of meat you you're it's just because of the you know what's in your diet you your body will start to you have to break it down you'll get more bacteria um so and and it's not it doesn't mean that that's wrong it just it's just what it is so the added benefit is that you'll be able to enjoy whiter underarms as well so you you dilute because often people will complain about having a a hyperhidrosis um where they're sweating lots and 
one of the things that, oh my word, before I knew, um, people used to come to me, they wanted the under their armpits Botox thing. Now when people ask me, do I do that? I go, no. Wait, what's with the Botoxing under They take a diamond shape here and women and men, if they if they suffer from excessive sweating and they uh, you, you do lots of tiny tiny injections of one unit one unit one unit all over all over that area to stop the sweating well you under your arms is where you secrete all your toxins that's one of the ways you get rid of yeah. your toxins you've got all lymph nodes around the, the breast so it's quite bizarre that they do that and I won't do it. It's what I do. If someone comes to me who's got hyperhidrosis, I say, well, look, let's look at your diet. Let's look at your personal care products. Let's yeah. look at this. Let's look at how we can detox you. That generally will help it. So what you can do is you dilute your food grade hydrogen peroxide into 3% solution. So you've got your 3%. So remember, if it's 12%, that's one part hydrogen peroxide to three parts water. And you can add essential oil. Some men like sandalwood because that's a more masculine. Uh, women might like a lavender. Um, you, you don't have to add it, but you can. Sandalwood's a lovely, lovely fragrance for a man. Make sure your essential oil is a clean one, not a dirty one. And to enhance the, the and that will actually enhance the bacterial properties as well. Um, I think doTERRA oils are clean, but you've got to make sure it's, don't just buy any cheap oil. Yeah, my um, wife, my wife gets the doTERRA. Yeah. And apply the diluted solution to your underarms. And then you can just supply, you can just store it in the fridge. So, you know, Catherine, my friend, she makes deodorant with bicarbonate of soda, coconut oil, and then she puts like sandalwood in. So she's using bicarb and it works. I mean, I, for me personally, I don't use deodorant at all. And I smell like a queen. So there we go. Um, I'm not the kind <laughs> with the rainbow flag. Um, I just don't use it. I, I wash and, and I think it's, you know, I don't know, diet. And all those years, I think I used to spray, you know, if I work out, yeah, of course I, I sweat, but you just wash it. Um, so <laughs> hydrogen peroxide is a vomit inducer. I'm not going to go into that one because it's a, it's a long one. Now this one I liked because Nelly can testify for this. Where are you, Nelly? Um, the dogs and these fleas, they get them constantly because I take them out constantly. Um, last night they had a different walk just to say a big hello to, um, Simone Plout again, the silver bullet. I'm so pleased, Tim. She's moved from London to the south. She's moved down here. And uh, I had the most wonderful evening with her last night. She's moved to a place called Peacehaven. And you walk out of her house and you just walk two minutes and you're at the cliff, the beach, literally at the bottom of her little road. And... Um, she then, we just walked a little bit along again, just another couple of minutes. And there's this biggest set of staircases you've ever seen. I need to take a picture of it. And um, people run up and down these staircases to get fit. And anyone who's doing that, hats off to you. You must be incredibly fit. Um, there's several steps as you go, several flights as you go down it, down this vertical rock face cliff, white cliff down to the promenade and this all these rock pools so we went down that went for a big long walk and then we walked back and then we stomped back up it with with the dogs so that was a real and i'd already done supersets yesterday so that was a, a good workout but like i say there was a young guy when we were going down it past us and he was running up and down it this young fit young lad and i was like mm, that's quite impressive so um because of course when you when you go upstairs it works all the muscles holding your knee joint yep so i was quite impressed there so 
we were out on that walk yesterday, but generally we're on the forest and everywhere. Sometimes we're another part on the cliffs and they get fleas after fleas after fleas. And I get bitten after bitten, always around my ankles where my socks are. There's two colonies of fleas at the moment, living left side colony and right side colony, living in my winter fake synthetic Ugg boots that I put on to get into my car to go to the forest in the winter before I put on my Wellington boots. And I know because if I put my feet in them now, I get bitten. And so, so I know that the colonies of fleas are just waiting for me to, you know, when it gets to autumn, they're going to be like, hello, it's feast time. Her ankles are here. Let's get let's get noshing. So I really do need to wash my boots now with, which I'm going to, with the hydrogen peroxide. So you wash your pet using a natural soap, preferably containing um, glyrosidia or marjorie cacao, as an ingredient, Mardre cacao, I'm going to order some of that. And another option is a sulfur soap. You rinse to remove the traces of the soap and then you follow with the hydrogen peroxide. So you combine one part hydrogen peroxide food grade with two parts warm water and you let the solution stay on your pet skin for about 10 minutes and then you rinse with fresh water and then you dry the skin of your pet and then you apply coconut oil and that will apply the moisture and prevent dryness. But it will also stop those little suckers from breathing. So it's really quite good for pets. And uh, so I, I grabbed Nelly this morning and trialed it on her because Rafi's really furry um, and, and he, he bites me just like his counterpart, Mr. Bo, he used to bite me. Um, but Nelly's quite good. So look, in your house, natural cleansers. Floor cleaner, antibacterial cleaner, use 3% pharmaceutical grade, um, one cup of it in a gallon of water for your floor. Um, antibacterial, so for your worktops in a spray bottle, 3% plus distilled water, uh, plus apple cider vinegar. You mix one part hydrogen peroxide with one part distilled water and you use the mixture together with apple cider vinegar simultaneously to kill bacteria such as E. coli and salmonella. Avoid mixing the hydrogen peroxide with the apple cider vinegar together to preserve both of their antibacterial properties. So what you do is you wipe with one, then wipe with the other. That's how you do it. You don't mix them all together. You wipe with one, wipe with the other. And you spray onto the area the hydrogen peroxide first, then the apple cider vinegar. And um, it, it's amazing. It will clean everything. So I, I think, you know, instead of using all of these horrible stuff, you can... Because I've, I've used horrible stuff, but now I'm just switching to the hydrogen peroxide, and it's cheap. Um, yeah, dirt cheap, actually. In, in fact, yeah, I was going to bring read this. about using oh. chlorine. When you use chlorine to get rid of mold, you leave it open for something else to grow prolifically, and I mm. can't remember what it was. But um, you, if you use hydrogen peroxide to remove mold, this is the best way. 3% pharmaceutical grade peroxide on a sponge spray bottle or a cloth, fill it, and you just start spraying and you allow the solution to sit for 15 minutes uh, because upon contact with the mould, you'll see and hear the bubbling of the solution, which means the hydrogen peroxide is releasing the properties to kill the bacteria. And after five minutes, you wipe the surface with a damp cloth to remove the mould and you repeat it. Um, you wash the area with soapy water and then rinse off and let the air dry it naturally. Um, and you can, or you can just use a dry cloth. Now I tried this in my ensuite, even when I open the window and I use the shower, I get little tiny mold bits will grow. 
And so I did exactly this to try that. I sprayed it on and it, it disappeared. And then I just wiped it off. And what was so it? What did you hydrogen use? Peroxide. Just, hydrogen peroxide. just straight hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, 3% straight on there. I sprayed it. Now, so, can you use uh, that on colored walls as well? Yeah, it was fine because I I sprayed it on, left it for 15 minutes, then I just wiped it with a wet cloth. Okay. It hasn't taken color off. I un I understand too, you know, you've you've told people to use But you their... could you could put it on the cloth and wipe it so it doesn't run down. Right, you've told people to use uh their their Coca-Cola not drink it but use it to clean the toilet. I understand that hydrogen peroxide also works along a lot of that buildup of uh, yeah. uh the minerals and stuff that it come does. from the water there. The the thing that's good about Coca-Cola is you can put a scoop of um, ba uh, is it baking soda into the toilet, and then you put the Coca Cola in, and it fizzes right up. You shut the lid so it doesn't like you know come out the lid and come down the hall and chase you and out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> the monster in the toilet. Um, I'm joking, but it does come up, it fizzes up. You put the lid down and you just leave it, and then you you can leave it for as long as you like. You know, go take your kids to school or whatever whatever you want to do does it really loosen it up a lot or do you have to do a lot of scrubbing if you've got a build up there no you don't it does it does all of that and then then you rinse it away and you just wipe i mean if you're cleaning your toilets regularly um you shouldn't get any of that anyway but for anyone who's doing the gerson therapy this is fact this might be a bit gross for people but uh, anyone who's doing the gerson therapy and who's doing like you know four enemas a day, three enemas a day, two enemas a day, um, you, it releases bile and you'll start to get that yellow stain around the water line, bright yellow stain yeah, yeah. because of the bile that it's releasing. Interesting. So, yeah, it will clean your toilet. And that's what that's what Dr. Patrick Vickers uses at his clinic. I've seen, um, I can't remember her name now, the cleaner. Um, and when I've been there, I've seen it on her trolley and that's what she uses. They can just so, buy yeah, a cheap, they can buy a cheap cola and some baking soda, which is fairly cheap, instead of buying the toilet bowl cleaners. Now, I, I got to tell you, you don't need to buy. You don't need to buy the brand name Cola. Yeah, you well, that, going to yeah, that's what I was saying. A cheap and buy just Cola, their their brand. Yeah, just just a store brand or whatever. But you know that that's something. And there's there's some stuff that that we've been doing for a few months. And I was going to tell people about it as soon as I find a way to really point them over to it. But they're also uh, not only are they now offering uh, beef that is specifically without any hormones, no shots or anything like that. They're all natural grass-fed uh, cows that they have, and they don't sell any any other kind. That's just started. But this company, they're an American company. They make American products. And I found that even their cleaners are, for the most part, I think maybe they have just a couple of items that aren't, from natural stuff, but they have like toilet bowl cleaners that are natural. They're not a, they're not a chemical or they have, you know, other, other things. So you can find some of these things or you can use some of these very inexpensive items uh, that you get normally. And instead of consuming them, use them for your cleaner. Yeah, absolutely. And also if you've got, if you've got um, pets and children, you've got to remember that if you're constantly wiping um, your floor with chemicals, your your dog's feet are going to be if it's wet still. Your dog's feet are going to be taking it in because so are yours if you're walking around barefoot or even have yeah. socks on. Yeah, so it, it's worth it's worth remembering. And um, um, a lot of the public toilets now, you press a button with well, the good ones, and this little plastic sheath goes round, and then it pulls it right like a Japanese toilet. So every every time you you know you go to the toilet, you're sitting on a nice clean plastic layer. Um, and then, and then the Japanese toilets, of course, they they spray a jet of 
soap and a jet of water up your perineum and then a blast of air <laughs> to dry it off. All while, whilst there's some music playing in the background. When I first went to Japan, I know I've gone off on a tangent here, but I've got to tell you before we finish up. When I first went to Japan, and, and I went so many times, I love Japan. I don't know if I go now, but with all the, the radiation, all the Fukushima radiation. But when I first went, I was really shocked at the toilet. You know, if you're not, if you're not expecting that blast... It comes as a bit of a shock to your perineum. You're like, woo! And, uh, but th they consider it, you know, to be something to be embarrassed about to hear anybody's, um, tinkle, you know, while they sprinkle. S or is it sprinkle while you tinkle? <laughs> so they, uh, they play music as well. The music goes off. So everyone knows you're on the loo. So no one can hear you. And so you have the music, the toilet, sh you know, sheath goes around. So you've got a nice clean toilet seat. Then it soaps up your ear. Uh, rinses it and then blows hot air up and then you're all good to go it's something else <laughs> absolutely something else then you, then you get a, you know you go to the middle east and you get a bit of a culture shock when you see then you got your where you can put your feet and and you can just which is the best position to be in actually if your knees are good for it where you're actually squatting and then i remember going to a, i remember going to japan actually i went to japan and did uh i think i was at osaka for nine days wonderful trip and i went up to kyoto and kobe and um that's where I, I encountered the 90 something year old waiter and then i went back um i think my next trip i went to uh, it was it was somewhere in the middle east because the time change isn't as much we went to this restaurant it was dubai long time ago um before it was so built up we went on this boat that was a restaurant and the toilet i'd just come from japan where it does everything you know, even serenade you while you're on the toilet. And here I was in this toilet, which just had a, it had a, like a couple of holes. And then it had a tap with a piece of hose that had just been crudely cut on the end. That was, that was all we got. There was no loo roll, just a tap with a hose pipe. <laughs> uh, or, or a watering can was the other one we saw. Well, so, um, I, I can tell you we, that. We're the, even worse. In the we brown, dry paper. Yeah, in the brown house here, we now have the bidets uh, uh, based on what you said. Now, they're the cheap kind. You kind of stick them on there or whatever. You buy the toilet seat that's got it on there that's like 50 or 60 bucks or something like that, which is great. Um, and needless to say, that is one of the wonderful things that I have discovered from you <laughs> by using that uh it's they're they're great they really are great but kate you know we were talking about hydrogen peroxide and you mentioned right at the first intravenous uh the use of it intravenously it's kind of interesting because a couple of weeks ago we talked about dr batar rashid batar and his death and one of the things that they they you know the the mockingbird media pulled up on him uh that they were trying to sort of poo-poo him for what he was doing. I think he was on CNN and he told the guy, uh, Drew was the guy's name. He told him, he says, well, this is dangerous. And Drew says, well, you think I have a ticking time on? He says, well, we'll see in three years. And the next year, the guy Drew was dead. He was mm -hmm. dead. And so they had tried to link him in and say, well, he was, he was a quack doctor because he was prescribing for, or he was doing for his patients intravenous hydroperoxide. And I don't think anybody died. I don't think anybody died from it. No, but he was he was cleared of that. It. Yeah, he was cleared Lo of that. Lots and lots of doctors do it. Na naturopathic doctors, the doctors, doctors that were MDs, and then they've become um, naturopathic, or they do both, and they do a very titrated um, uh, amount. It's very very small amount, 
Um, it, it's really, really diluted, way, way diluted from 3%. Uh, Rachel Seller was telling me, you know, they where she's working. And also, I think, you know, when you think that they use turpentine as well, I don't know much about that. Maybe I should research and, and come and do a show on that. But this, all of this comes from a place of ignorance and this, um, I can't remember the word now, sco, sco, scomata, where they, um, you know, they, they just are repeating, rinse and repeat the rubbish that they're taught. And where's a good, a good one to finish on, on, on that front? Doctors were taught that iodine causes goiter, the swelling of the, the thyroid, but it's actually lack of iodine that causes goiter. And the evidence was from the Great Lakes where, and Dr. Brownstein talks about this, uh, goiter, the breasts need goiter, the thyroid needs goiter, the ovaries, uh, sorry, the breasts need iodine, the thyroid needs iodine, the, the ovaries and so on, the yeah. stomach. And goiter was a ratio of one to one for boys and girls, one to one until the girls hit puberty. And then it was 10 girls to every boy got goiter because the breasts competed for the iodine. So if there wasn't enough iodine, they would pull it from the thyroid gland because the breasts were developing and then they would develop goiter. So doctors were taught that that it was iodine that caused goiter and they just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And um, just like that oncologist from the Marsden said to me, oh, I've heard coffee enemas are dangerous and they can kill you. And that's when I said, I've heard cancer's dangerous and oncologists can kill me. <laughs> that's um, right, yeah. That was the best comeback. Um, so, you know, this is this is where they don't, they just repeat, 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 like the whole thing with Kerry Rivera. You know, Twitter is wonderful. Please do follow me. You've either got, now I've got my account back. It's hysterical. There's some very, very smart people on there. And there's some absolute Mr. Bozo head. And we know who he is. Um, he, he used to follow me everywhere, but there's some real fools on there. And they're doctors. They've got their credentials on their pages and their doctor, MD, this, that, the other. And they, they're calling everyone else stupid, but they don't know. I actually called a nurse out recently. She's, they, they, someone had written so many things I don't like about Kate Shimrani, you know, like I really care. Um, so, you know, as long as the people that um, I love and care about know who I am and who my heart is, I'd be I'd be upset if I thought you you know I'd offended you, Tim. But you know, these people on there, sure. I, I'm just putting the truth out. So this nurse had said that, that she'd said what really gets me is that she calls herself a nurse when here we are all working hard nurses, and she's calling herself a nurse, and she says and we're all working really hard. So I went back and I said, first of all, it's registered that's protected by Parliament, and I am a nurse trained and qualified and all of the nursing publications stated that I can't, you can't stop me calling myself that. And I said, but stop with the whining about you're working really hard. So am I. So is everyone else. Yeah. I work six days a week. Well, I, here's the thing. Uh, I've always been told, it's <laughs> really? I've always been told, and, and look, I, I have a good work ethic. My kids have a good work ethic. My, my, my wife has a good work ethic. ethic. And uh, what, what people don't understand often is sometimes it's just better to work smart then it is hard. Be efficient in what you're doing, and I think you're utilizing all the the avenues that you can use to disseminate information. I I'm amazed at how much, how much stuff and all this stuff you're putting out on all these different platforms. Uh, <laughs> as 
you know, as you learn things, you, you're you're just dropping it out there, and then you do the shows and you share this stuff too. So it's it's not like yeah, they they look and say, oh, she's sitting around eating bonbons like you'd be doing that anyway. I, of course, I know sometimes you do do that. You eat that, oh yeah, that uh, right. I'm going to tell you, I've got my head right around it. I've really got you. I probably can't see now. Or the viewers can't see. Well, they can you not see. I've got my. She's flexing. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm actually i've got i've got shorts and a top on here because it's boiling um and my kitchen's even hotter because i've just cooked chicken for the dogs and the cats i want my like greenhouse chicken. that i got for my wife to look like that one back there but yep. uh i, I spent my, green, ten, my I greenhouse spent, is up i spent the, 10 hours listen i spent 10 hours putting together the greenhouse for my wife for mother's day and we didn't quite get it in the ground yet Wind came along. I mean, it wasn't even 20 miles an hour. Oh, Blew that's what over. happened to mine. And it was just a mess. So it's all pulled apart. I'm going to take Yeah, it did that to mine. Yeah, so mine has now got some of my weights that I don't use because I'm too puny um, in in the corner. And then the, the wire has gone through the weights and been attached to the outside because this is on my patio. I can't take... I can't take um, any any of the credit for that because that was the good team Kiwi. Um, who's going back to New well, Zealand? They did a good soon. job. They did a good job. He's done that. He's done. He's done, done so many jobs for me. And and thank you very much if you're watching. Um, he's making um, before he he goes back to New Zealand soon with his his son. And I've got a feeling I'm going to end up with his cats, um, if only for a short while till we get them over there. But um, he's going to build me a veg. Uh, sorry, a herb garden. He's going to use some wood and make part of my flower border that nothing grows because the cats use it as a litter tray as well. I'm going to put all my herbs in there. So he, because he's got all this in New Zealand, so he's kind of taught me lots. And he put stacked from the tree all the stuff in the wooden house. The wood. Um, I'm I'm getting a um, a chainsaw, and he's a. I'm one of these stupid people that doesn't put goggles on, but he's really safety. So he's going to, before he goes back, he's going to show, he's going to chop the wood for me. It's not long till he goes back. He's going to show me how to use the chainsaw. So it'll be, Katrina and I will be out here like. <laughs> well, you, you don't have a lot, you don't have a ton of trees out there and stuff. So, but. we Well, we, we do. Oh yeah, you do. Oh wow. Yeah, you do. I, uh, can you see? Yes. Um, But, but we walk on the forest every day which is where I meet the mushroom man who's been teaching me which mushrooms. So I'm going to be picking all the mushrooms this nice. year as well. And I'm going to be going wrong. Don't worry, I'm not going to poison myself. Uh, he's a physicist. He's amazing. He worked for NASA. M mushroom man, we call him. Um, but also, um, when you, uh, Team Kiwi told us as well which, which wood to pick up and which pieces would be good to pick up and which pieces would be too wet. So I, it's a, you know even just taking a rucksack every day and putting some pieces in it, that's a good workout as well. Yeah. I'm going to be looking like like Helga. Helga. <laughs> you're going to have to do Helga those. Uh, you're going to have to do He's those. He's building the chicken coop. The chicken coops. You're going to have to do the leader hosing. The garage. There, can you see? Yeah, you're That's... going to have to. You're going to have to do the leader hosing and the uh, the the pigtail braids and stuff like that. Yeah, all that. Well, so Kate, the, listen. The, the chicken coops going on the back of the garage, and the nuns have hatched a uh, hundred chicks. Wow. From, from from Mother General's eggs, they hatched more, and they've got three cockerels. So Tim Brown is still there, and um, so my chickens are going to come from Tyburn. I said, sort of like, they got cockerel, but their neighbours are listening. <laughs> um, so, but the chickens are going to go there, 
So yeah, it's kind of it's it's all going on. It's yeah, we just different. we just actually um, <clears throat> put together a very cheap chicken coop, um, uh, unlike the first one that we did. And mine's uh, going to be clucking and palace. Well, my son brought home he he he. My boys work at a, at a company that builds fans, so he brought home a bunch of pallets that they gave him for free. We took the truck in, brought like two loads of pallets. My wife pulled them apart, and she made the the fencing around it, uh, covered it in chicken wire and everything. And then I built the coop and put it on. She just put a a, a place a nesting place box because the chickens don't don't even use the nesting box. They they just drop them everywhere else. So it's kind of like I kind of wonder. But she made the nesting box, and uh, and did the. Um, uh, the those things and then she did this incredible idea she got these metal parts from a trampoline like where you uh, oh, yeah. people have the trampoline but then they have the netting around so you know the kid don't fall off like we used to do when we were uh, little well she took those and cemented them in some cement blocks and used them and draped the and stretched them out and then draped the chicken wire over top of it so it's all kind of contained there but um, <clears throat> she just went and added I think she went and got three more chicks uh, that were a little older, about the, the age of the new ones that we got. So we, we've kind of doubled that. And I told the girls, I said, you know, this would be a great thing for you to make a little extra money uh, taking care of that. Whatever you make, you, you buy the food for them. Um, we'll eat them. We'll, you can give them away or you can sell them or whatever you want to do, especially with the price of eggs now. I mean, those things are like golden eggs is what they – you got golden chickens mm. doing that stuff. So it's a great thing. But, Kate – Let's finish up here on hydrogen peroxide. Is there a final word you want to say on that? Leave the audience with. And yeah, then don't, if you, don't be if, afraid if, of it. If do you, your due diligence. If you do will, your due diligence. Yeah, if you will, leave them with a final word and then tell them where they can, where else they can find you uh, okay. on your other shows. So it, do your due diligence and uh, don't discount it because especially in the states where you you know you're paying for medicine and also in the UK where um, you know you might not get the care you think you're going to get now and and they're actually telling you. The way it's going so you you could it, it's much easier to head something off than try and you know get a hold of something once it's in full swing so when you've got an if you cut yourself why not have three percent in your house all the time um so that you can you can just spray it it's not going to do you any harm so it's a really good thing to have um so if if you don't know much about it then read online don't read government sites buy a book there's a really good book actually um there's a couple of good books um but the one that's got all the little remedies in it is Hydrogen Peroxide, Miracles and Cures Handbook. This is really good. And um, you can buy that really cheap. It's by Greg Cook. Uh, there's, I've got loads of books here. I've got um, One Minute, uh, The One Minute Cure. I've got uh, William Campbell Douglas, MD. I've got a few. Mine are all like bits of paper stuck in where I'm actually writing a document on hydrogen peroxide at the moment. So... Yeah, do your due diligence, teach yourself, because remember, knowledge is power. Don't wait until you're sick and you can't get care or you can't afford care um, or it's just not available before you get it. Fail, fail to plan, plan to fail. So it's cheap, it's natural, and you can get it. So do so and keep it in your house. Keep your little medicine cabinet. Keep it in the fridge um, if it's a really warm room. And where can you find me? So... Tomorrow is going to be a really good show on um, TNT at 12 midday British summer time, 11 GMT. And we're doing medical crimes in tyrannical times. And tomorrow I've got my good friend and researcher back, um, Stuart Wilkie, who researches for me. And um, it's, <laughs> technically, technically he's mine now. And um, he 
we're going to be talking about the history of what the word, where it comes from, hospitals. It's very, very interesting. But we are also going to touch on the medical crimes that have gone on uh, and also, you know, how they've killed people using things deliberately. And we're going to touch on epilim, the drug epilim, because that is uh, something else as well. So that's tomorrow. Unity News Network on Wednesday. Um, and then on to Pastor Casper McLeod on my show, which spiritual encounter encounters where um, we, we cover health issues from a spiritual point of view and a physical point of view. And you can it's not very expensive to to join. And then you can it's question and answer. So it's a good show to do. Um, Wake the Nation um, is on Thursdays at 6 p.m. British summertime, 11 p.m. GMT. And then I'm on Sons of Liberty. My, I'm faithful Yay. to Sons of Liberty. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. British Summertime, 12 GMT with Tim Brown. I don't know whether you know him. It's a great show. <laughs> we managed to upset. We managed to upset so many people all over the place in one go. Um, don't we, Tim? Well, I, you know, it's not it's, it's not my it's not my prerogative to try to upset. No, people. that's not the issue. But there are look, it's like we dealt with this guy last week. Uh <clears throat> that uh, we had on, and I mentioned it on Monday's show, I think it was, uh, there's a there's a guy that you know, and I didn't know that it was the guy you knew, and he came on my page trying to talk about how his his feelings were hurt, and he was uncomfortable, and you know, he says, oh, it looked like Kate was uncomfortable, and you know, we're, all we're doing is warning you, if you engage in the behavior of sodomy, if you engage in the behavior that's tied with lesbianism, if you engage in this stuff with this this trans delusional stuff, you're hurting yourself in the process of your rebellion against God. I mean, that's what you're doing. And so we warn both physically, we, we pointed out the, the physical damage that can come, and we can we warn spiritually that you're going to answer to God for what you're doing. Uh, and you can talk about how you want to send me love and light, whatever that means, because it sounds to me like you're the guy in the book of James who needs to you need to read chapter 2 of the book of James who says he sees somebody who's hungry and they're 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 destitute of their their needs and you walk by and you say I'll pray for you brother be warmed and filled I mean what does that do for anybody it doesn't do anything it makes you feel good about yourself but it doesn't do any good for anybody else so um, we're not out here to, tr I'm not trying to be offensive if the gospel message right. is offensive to you then so be it uh, but it's not my intent to try to just go be offensive to people. I do want to help people. I think Kate wants to help people. And uh, sometimes you're just going to run up against some knuckleheads who are going to yeah. say, call you names. They're going to say, this doesn't work. She doesn't know what she's talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about. They think they're smart. And this, I, I've never said any of that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, there are things that work. And there are things that are out of the quote-unquote mainstream and the the this the well, the mainstream the, is whatever the science, they want to yeah be. the science priests and their their white lab coats and their their bibles that have indoctrinated them there are things outside of that that the lord has given us even even hydrogen peroxide is a natural compound it's not like it's a a big pharma product it's it's a like chlorine dioxide it's a natural compound and then when we talk when kate brings in what we see in genesis 1 my goodness it's it's a sad thing when when professed Christians want to ban things that God said in Genesis 1 were very good. And many of you know certain plants that 
government says, we want to control, you can't have it, we'll take you to jail, we'll fine you, we'll run your life over, and God said it was very good, and some Christians just want to go right along with it because some people will abuse them. Uh, don't mm. be like that. Don't be like that. Take take what God says uh, at face value, that it is good, and that we should be looking to, to Him and to the created order that He's given us in order to be whole. Uh, I love what Dave Jose said the other day. By the way, we're going to have Dave on next week. Uh, Lord willing, he's going to give me a day. And uh, <clears throat> he he talked about you know what you see in the book of Revelation when he talks about the tree and the leaves are for the healing of the nations. Now, I don't know what people's view of when we leave this life, if you're a believer in the Lord Jesus, of what you see that happening, but I don't perceive nations the way we envision them there. Uh, there's going to be one nation. It's the people of God. Uh, it's Peter tells us uh, that we are a royal, we're, we're a kingdom of priests under our God, and so we're a chosen nation. So <clears throat> if we're in Him, there's going to be one nation. But yet He go- calls us right back to the garden, the very things He established in the beginning that are for our benefit. And I, I, I thoroughly believe if we will listen to Him, we'll be obedient to Him, then we'll reap the benefits of that. And, and Kate, you've got a great way. The Lord's really open your understanding in that. I've learned tons, and I know there's a lot of people. Lori was mentioning uh, in here, what did she say? Um, it was a great comment. I'm scrolling back there. Oh, thanks so much, Kate, for helping us uh, through the weeds and learn properly. And I agree with that because it's much harder to unlearn once you've learned than it is just to learn it right the right way. Absolutely. So we appreciate that. I've got to finish with one thing. Yeah, please. This is so true. So, so true. When Carrie and I were talking at the altar in, in Tyburn at the chapel the other night, it was, oh, it was so such an awesome night, Tim. I wish you could have been there. Um, it was remarkable because she, she made a comment about something which I have noticed. And straight away, she said, you know, the dandelions are growing in abundance everywhere, as is milk thistle which is, you know, both of those are classed as weeds. Well, milk thistles are her, but dandelion, we're told it's it's a weed. And I noticed my front garden was full. Everywhere I go, I noticed there's so many dandelions. They're everywhere. What's interesting is both of those together will break down um, clots and spike proteins. Nice. It's interesting. The devil's at full play here, but the Lord's giving you what Amen. you need. Yeah, we got a yeah. ton of them out in our field out here. So I'm my my purpose is I want to go get those things and dig them up. Like yeah, you, you said. T- take every other one out uh, from the roots yep. because you can use the root for something. What I'll do next week, I think I did. Did I do dandelion already? But if I didn't, we've, we've I'll do done it we've done it as a little portion, but I don't think well, we've I'll done go it as through a full all time. of it. How you do it? Yeah, that's great. With the root with the root with the leaves. You can make a yummy potato salad with the flowers. But we'll get with Hello. olive oil and garlic. I love yeah, potato really salad. Uh, I very can eat my famous with flowers. But you, you just chop them. You know, like you would chop like some mint. You chop them. But um, I'll, I'll go through. I'll do dandelion. That's a good idea. Let's do that. Well, next week I will be back. And until then, I'm back to painting that shed over there in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I was trying to get the lid off today. The lid, taking the lid off took me about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's it's Bobby Bobby on tour here. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on, and I'll anyway. say goodbye to you off air, Kate. Thank you so much as always. And by the way, um, Nikki, thank you so much um, for Nikki Lee for your um, 
for your gift there. Thank you so much. We appreciate that very much. We really do. And uh, we don't do it for the money, that's for sure. But thank you for donating and uh, doing that. And Kate, as always, we thank you for the information you give. Guys, Bradley will be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern. He's going to be on for two hours today. SonsofLibertyMedia.com is where you can catch him. And then get with the people of God. Okay, Get with them this week. If you don't have a church where they're teaching the Bible and the people are practicing what the Bible says, then invite some neighbors over. Fix a meal for them. Be hospitable to them, right? That's what we're supposed to be. Share with them the Word of God. Even if you, maybe you're not a teacher or something, maybe you just want to read it before you have the meal and pray and, and exhort one another uh, to love and good works and, and bring the gospel to bear there. Put it in the flesh, so to speak. Uh, do that and encourage one another. And then Monday, bright and early, 6 a.m., we're going to be back with you. And Lord willing, we're going to play the interview I did with Ava Chen. It's very informative uh, whether you're on the virus fence or not on the virus fence, the other stuff that she shares is pretty incredible. Um, and she is a fast talker, Betty Crocker. I'm not kidding you. She is she is full of knowledge, and um, I think some of you will really appreciate the information she brings out. Not so much of what China's doing, but their influence on those who are supposed to be our indentured servants here in the States. And she's got it just right when she says, we have to deal and now she's in Canada, but she's telling Americans, you're going to have to deal with the people who are in these positions of authority because the CCP is has bribed them, has threatened them, and is controlling them. And if the people don't put a stop to them, those in our backyard, not the people over in China, those in our backyard will never stop what we're what we're faced with right now. And that's going to that's going to call for the people of God to be righteous before God, repent of their wicked ways, call on him, and he says, he promises that he will heal the land. So let's let's look forward to that. That'll be on Monday, Lord willing. Talk to you then.